Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Jen. And I'm Vernisa, coming out of Los Angeles, California, with the Speak, Speak Up, Up podcast. podcast. And you're tuned in with the Sportsway with Dre Day podcast. Do your thing, Dre. Yo, what's happening? It's your man, a guru here from Guru Speaks Podcast. And you're not checking out Sportsway with my dog, Dre Day. Get with it and get ran over. Biatch. This is Lucky Lucky the Great of the Transparent Trap House Podcast. You are now rocking with Brooklyn's own Sportsway with Dre Day. What time is it? I said, what time is it? It's episode time, motherfuckers. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, you are now tuned in to a brand new episode of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. I am your host with the most, the Hoods ESPN, Crystal Street's golden boy, Dre Day. What's up? What's up? What's up? This episode here is episode 106. Remember that show, 106 in Park? Well, this is 106 in Sportswear with Dre Day because now it's episode 106. So before I start, thank you again to all the fans, to the audience, to the supporters uh, for your continued support. Um, I cannot thank y'all enough. I can't express that enough. Your boy is truly thankful and grateful for that. But uh, now we can get into this episode. And this episode here, like I said, is episode 106. And... I've been on the hot streak lately as it pertains to having special guests on my episodes. Um, I believe it was episode, I think it was episode 103. I have my young lion on here, Isaac Ramirez. Episode 104, I had the big homie KSAP on here. Um, Episode 105, I had my boys from Florida, Angelo and Nick on there. And now we have episode 106, and I had to reach out to have another special guest. He's been on here before. I believe he's been on here twice. Um, My favorite white boy is what I like to call him. And uh, go ahead, man. Introduce yourself. This is your man, Aaron Kendrick from Kendrick Sports Talk Podcast. There you have it, man. My favorite white boy. Thanks Thanks for being on the show, man. What's happening, everybody? Glad to be back on the show. Oh, yeah, man. Absolutely, man. It's going to be a good one, man. It's going to be a good one. Uh, This episode here, we're going to talk about, we're going to get into the the three major, you know what I'm saying, the three major sports, the three major ones. We're going to get into some baseball talk. That's going to be the first segment. Um, We're going to get into some NFL talk, obviously one of the most important Topics right now in football is the quarterback position as it pertains to what's going to happen with Dak Prescott. And, you know, we're going to throw a little 
goat man Tom Brady in there. And the last segment, we're going to get into the realms of the NBA. So you ready to do this? You ready to do this? I'm ready. Let's get it. All right, let's get it. So episode, well, episode 106 starts now. First segment, we're going to get into some Major League Baseball. Spring training has now started. Spring training is now in play. But for the most part, I mean, yes, for everybody that knows me, yes, I'm a Yankee fan. Unfortunately, we already have some injuries. Luis Severino is hurt already with some tightness in his arm leading back to last year. Aaron Judge is somewhat hurt, so he's going to miss our spring training opener. But for the most part, I don't want to speak about that. I just had to throw my Yankees some love real quick. But uh, the, the, the most talked about thing in spring training right now is them fucking Houston is them fucking Houston Astros. Now, pardon my language. I know I have a parental advisory on Apple Podcasts. I'm trying to get that taken away. But with this segment here, it might have to stay there a little bit longer. Because um, that's how tirade. That's how pissed off I am with these Houston Astros and the way they've handled um the way they've been handling this situation about them getting caught cheating. Now, being that you a guest on here, I think you know how this goes. I usually let the guests say they peace and did not follow up with them. So go ahead, Aaron. Talk your shit. How you th- how, 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 how you think they've been handling this situation? Man, like, if I could use one word just to describe these Astros, like how they're handling this situation, these fools are just arrogant, man. Like... They don't give a damn. Like the the latest thing, because I've been I've been talking about this on my podcast, Kendrick Sports Talk. Several different episodes I've talked about the Houston Astros, like sequence of, of events leading up to now. But the latest, like the latest things that is like mostly uh, Carlos Correa and Jose Altuve. Um. They waited all the way until spring training until they they would actually talk about this. Mm-hmm. And before that, it was like, nah, we're, we're going to speak as a team and we don't want to say anything now, blah, blah, blah. Now Correa is like, I'm done talking about the offseason, what happened. Uh, Altuve is like, we're, we're, we're ready to move forward. Nah. Like, we wanted to hear what you had, what you had to say before. You you dodged the questions before. Now you're dodging the questions now. Uh, you know they're just acting arrogant and like they don't give a damn about the whole situation. Hmm. Well, I give a damn about it. Hell and yeah! I give a damn about it. And Hell yeah, lots of people do. I, and I know a lot of people out there saying, "Oh, you only." You only upset about it because it affected your Yankees. If it wasn't your Yankees, you wouldn't care. You're right. I wouldn't care. But unfortunately, it did happen to my Yankees. So, yeah, I feel a certain way about it. I feel like they cheated us out of the World Series. And not only does it look like they cheated us out of the World Series in 2017, because that's the year that, that's the year that everybody keeps talking about. But if you really look at it, they might have cheated us out of it this past year, well, not this past year, last season, because of the whole Jose Altuve thing 
and the whole not wanting his teammates to rip his jersey off after the walk-off home run. But we're going to get into that a little bit later. But I just think all around this whole, the whole team has fucked up. See, I was with the owner at first when Major League Baseball, when they dropped the gauntlet and they suspended the general manager and the manager at the time. I was with him with that because he took it a step further. He said, all right, cool. Baseball, Major League Baseball suspended y'all, but I'm going to fire y'all. So I was with him when he did that. Yep. Now when spring training starts and you have the cameras in your face and you get to say your piece, the things that came out of your mouth didn't even sound sincere. One thing that you say is, oh, you don't think that you cheating had anything had any effect on the games that you played are you stupid like are you like 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 are you retarded uh that's the point of you cheating to dictate the outcome of the game that's the point of you cheating the only thing is that you wind up getting caught then you have you know it's like like you said Carlos Correa Carlos Correa talking his yin yang um Jose Altuve, like I'm, I'm done with this dude. Like I, I, I had nothing but respect for this dude. But the way he's handled this situation, I've lost nothing. I, I've lost all my respect for him. I've lost it for him. I've lost it for every member of that team. And the way, and the commissioner, he's no better, because him being the commissioner, he could have laid down the ultimate gauntlet on this whole thing. You could have stripped him. Of the championship. That's one thing you could have done. But, you know, then that would have just opened Pandora's box because if he would have did that, chances are the Red Sox is about to be investigated soon. You're going to make a case that when they get found cheating, the 2018 World Series is going to be... The 2018 World Series is going to get vacated. So, I guess maybe that's why he didn't want to do it. But my whole thing is this. If you went to hell and back to suspend the general manager at the time and the manager at the time and, you know, Alex, Alex Coro, who wound up being the Red Sox, um, the Red Sox manager in 2018. And you mean to tell me that you don't do nothing to the players on the team? Not one player on that team received any punishment. None. And that's why... And my fir- and and that's why I forgot exactly which episode it was. So for the audience out there, go check the archives and just search up whichever episode it was that leads off saying Astro scandal. What I said in that episode, and I stand firm by it, and I still believe this. I think street justice should be done to every batter on that Houston Astros team. Every game that they play. They need to get rocked. They need to get hit. They need to get hit by a pitch. I'm not supporting getting hit in the head. But these these motherfuckers need to get hit. Because no damage was done to them. They didn't receive no punishments. Now, we've had a lot of players talk their shit about how Houston has handled their situation. Judge has said his piece. Your boy Mike Trout, he voiced his opinion. Um, Cody Bellinger from the Dodgers, he said his piece. It's been a lot of people saying they piece. I'm interested to see what's going to happen with the Astros 
when spring training starts. I want to see what reaction they get from their fans. I want to see where I, I want to see what reaction they get from the opposing teams. And when regular season start, they go get booed out the stadium every single night they on the road. Every single night. They talking MLB. about huh? Say, MLB. MLB versus the Astros. That's yeah. And it's one person I feel sorry for throughout this whole thing. And it's not no it's no player from the Astros. It's the manager, Dusty Baker. Because he didn't ask for this. He didn't ask for this. He he, he you know what I'm saying? They you know they fight they fired AJ Finch. They bring him in as the new manager. And now he's caught in the crossfires for this. And, I mean, unfo- I mean, unfortunately, it had to be him. I mean, me and my honest opinion, I don't even think he should have took this job. I don't think he should have took it. Because if I'm, if I'm Dusty Baker, I'm telling my players, hey, take your base, man. Take your base. Keep it real with them. Because a lot of, uh, listen, a lot of teams is coming for them. A lot of teams, a lot of teams is coming to rock their heads off. I'm, but the, let me just make this clear. For the players out there that want to retaliate, I'm not supporting y'all aiming for headshots. That's the one thing I'm not supporting y'all with. I do I do believe street justice should come their way, though, as far as being hit by pitch, but not rocking them in the head or nothing like that. If you're going to hit them, hit them, but don't you know rock them in the head. Because, again, for me, for these dudes to not get nothing done to them, it's a spit in the face. Like, nothing happens. Like, no wins were vacated. The championship wasn't vacated. They didn't even get, like, listen, Ohio State in college football a few years ago, the whole the, the, the whole situation with the, I forgot what the heck, I forgot what the coach's name was. I know his last name was Trestle or some shit. Uh, Jim. Jim Trestle. They've, the next season, they wasn't even eligible for the playoffs. They were undefeated, but being because of that scandal that happened, they couldn't be eligible for the playoffs. Why you couldn't suspend them for the playoffs? Okay, you win the division, but guess what? You're banned from the playoffs at least for one year. That's what the commissioner could have did. He dropped the ball with this in so many ways. In so many ways. And that's why players have thrown and that's why players have called him out. So many players have called them out. It's too many to name, and I'm not even mad at them for doing it. You're supposed to be the commissioner. You look at what you said about the trophy. Oh, a piece of metal. Yeah, just calling it a piece of metal, like like that's not what they're all playing for. And that's your and your name is on it. Your name. Turner called his ass out, and he had every reason to. He had every reason to. He's looking worse than Roger Goodell right now. Like, if you look at commissioners and, and their respective sport, he's looking worse than Roger. He's, he's looking worse than Roger Goodell right now. He's looking real worse than him right now. He's fairly new to this, too, so he's, he's not earning himself any fans. No, he not. What, he been in five years? What, was, it five, was it five years he's been commissioner? Yeah, exactly. Shit. Nah, and he... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it, it, it ain't looking too good for him right now. It ain't looking too good for him right now. He's failing with his comments. Uh, the owner of the, the Astros, he failed with his comments because he contradicted himself like 15 seconds after 
he said one thing and then he said the opposite thing about 15, 20 seconds later. So he failed on his apology. And then Bregman, Altuve, and Correa, they're supposed to be the leaders of the team. They fail. Absolutely fail. The least they could say is like, hey, man, we cheated. We, we fess up to it. You know, sorry. Like, we're sorry. We're moving on. They could just say that. Mm-hmm. Altuve. Oh. Altuve, uh, 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 t- t- that lame-ass excuse that he... I can't get over that excuse. What do you think about this tattoo shit? I'm... I'm uh, man, listen. He the first one that got to get hit. He the, <laughs> he the first one that got to get hit. He got yeah. to. He got to be. We could be Size, place, order. He's the shortest one, so he got to get hit first. He got to. Because it is... Cause that, listen... The first excuse was the worst. You didn't want your teammates to rip your jersey off because your wife would have been mad at you because something about like I guess you body like you body shaming yourself and your wife would be mad at you if they rip if you if they rip your jersey. Listen, if I hit a walk off home run and I lead my team to the World Series, you motherfuckers can rip everything off me if you want. I don't give a damn. I'm let like go ahead, take it, take it. Pause, but you know, I I, I guess you was hiding something under there. Maybe that's why you ain't want nobody to, you know, rip your jersey off. Cause maybe you was hiding something under there that shouldn't have been under there. Now again, that's 2019. We talking about all of this is all of this that all of this is dating back just to 2017. So we ain't even get to 2019. We we ain't even get to 2019 yet. But it don't look too good. It looks very suspicious. Very suspicious. Very now you're suspicious. Man. Altuve should be the first one hit, but yes, but Springer's if Springer's bad leadoff man, he's getting decked. Oh no, he's getting hit in the crossfires first. So and the Angels play the Astros first oh. game of the season. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they definitely getting hit. So and Otani's not pitching, so it's probably going to be Heaney. Every, he's already he's already been one of the dudes speaking out about this. I'm telling you, every game they're gonna get hit. Now I know Dusty Baker, you know, he was with the whole Major League Baseball needs to do their due diligence to protect the Astros. Unfortunately, he had to say that. He had to say no, that. No, no, no. Absolutely. You know, he just got to the team. He's caught in the crossfires of this. He had to. He gotta stand by his boys. I totally get it. But it sounds good, but the commissioner can't help what was the commissioner cannot help what was about to happen. Cause Stephen A already said his, like he said his way of doing this is every team turn their backs on them before the game start. That's not good enough for me. That's not good enough for me. Don't talk to them during the games. You know how usually when a player, you know, when it's a runner on first base and you know, sometimes they, they, you know, they chatty pat and lollygag. Just don't say nothing to them. Nah, that's not good enough for me. I think my, I think my way of thinking is better than his way of thinking. I think every game, 162 games, somebody need to get hit. Somebody need to get hit. Street justice is what I call it. What you think? Yeah, they they got an over under bet. It's like 83, I think, over under on how many batters get hit. I think it should be way over. 
They don't they they, they don't they don't they don't realize what they've done. They don't. They really don't. They really don't. But, real- but think about it. How many batters get hit in the, and when they're not trying to hit them on purpose? Oh no, these hits. Oh no, these pitches are going to be intentional. No, but I'm saying if you add up how many are unintentional, right. and then how many are going to be actually intentional for this year for them? Oh, they're going to get rocked a lot. Oh yeah, rock a bye, baby. Rock a bye, yeah. baby. Because with with the way that they pitch now, they're really aggressive with the inside pitching, so they they hit batters a lot anyway. I can't wait till they come to the Bronx. I can't. <laughs> wait. I, I can't wait. I cannot wait until they come to the Bronx. Yeah, because the Yankees packed the heat with those pitchers. Garrett Cole, you're not with them no more. If Severino's uh, healthy, beam him. Severino, beam him. Tanaka, beam him. Throw some rice at them too. Chapman. Oh, they don't want. Oh, they don't want no static from him. No, but see. Nah, Chapman, no, because it may be a save situation. Nah, 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 nah. We got to do it early in the game. We got to do it early in the game. Hell, I'll sign CeCe to a 10-day contract just so I will sign CeCe for a 10-day contract around the time we played him just so he can pitch and rock one of them. Because CeCe a goon. He'll do. He'll, he'll take one for the team. He'll take one what do you think about uh, a couple of these players saying that they're receiving death threats? You know what? It was expected. And before we get off, before we get off this segment, I want to, I want to, I want to speak on that. I'm all for fans being upset because they feel like their game was cheated, which it was. It totally was cheated. I'm upset with the Astros. I'm pissed off at them. Because, again, I feel like my team, the Yankees, was stripped of going to the World Series. We was fucked over. We were screwed. Any negative thing you can think of, that's what happened to my boys. But I'm not sending death threats to these dudes. It's, 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 it's not that serious. But, see, here's the thing. You got these people that send death threats they keyboard thugs. If they was to see these dudes face to face, they'll probably run like little bitches. So that's like that, that that's the that that's the gift and the curse for social media. A lot of a, a, a lot of these motherfuckers, they'll send these death threats behind a keyboard, but as soon as you see them face to face, they'll tighten up like little bitches. So that's the one thing I don't support when it comes to this. Like, if you're upset because they cheated the game, or your team fell victim to them being to, to fell victim to them cheating. I'm all for you spilling your grievance, but sending death threats like, come on now, that's we we you you're doing a little too much now. Yeah, no doubt, I agree with that. As far as you know, coming from the fans and people outside the game, definitely that's they're they're taking it way too far. Too 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 far. Too 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 fucking far. It's, it's, it's not that serious. I will say, with that being said, um, other players that are in the game and former players, this is this is something that's been one of the most talked about things amongst baseball players because baseball players usually keep to themselves. But 
the list goes on with big name players that are talking about this shit, man. Listen, for the longest time, people have been complaining about baseball not being that popular anymore. Unfortunately, it took for the Astros to cheat for it to get popular again. Because with this, this, this is the talk of the baseball world. We're not talking about, listen, the Nationals won the National, I'm about to say National Championship. The Nationals won the World Series last year. Nobody's talking about them. There hasn't been no reports about them in spring training, nothing. All the talk revolves around the Astros and this cheating scandal. Yeah, and now it makes perfect damn sense why they're always in the thick of things every single year. Because if you look at it since 2016, let's just say, there's been teams that have been in and out of it. But the Astros have always been consistently in it. And now we know why. Now we know why. Because these motherfuckers have been cheating. That's right. They've been cheating. And I, I I'm listen. Talking about, I'm talking about the Dodgers. I'm talking about your Yankees. I'm talking about the Red Sox. There's been teams that have been in and out of it. Every year they're pushing pushing for a, a World Series or, you know, a pennant. But they're in and out of it. But the Astros, they've been cheating their asses all the way to it every year. See, it's only 2017 that's being talked about. 2019, they cheated too. We just don't have the proof. They've been cheating every year. Yeah, we just we just don't have the proof, but we know. You got catchers talking about that they're having to change their signs every single pitch. Mm, 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 mm. It's a shame. Yeah, I, I don't think there's going to really be an end to this. Like, you know, there's stuff that, that they still talk about, like... Uh, the juicing back with Maguire and Sosa, shit like that, that never dies. You know, I think it's going to be one of those type of deals. Oh, no, this is going to be talked about for a while. There's nothing that the players can really say at this point to make it better. No, they can't. They can't. Every win that they, every win that they get this season will be questioned. The commissioner already granted them immunity, so there's nothing he could do now. I, I, listen, I know, it's, I, I know it's something that everybody else can do. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's going to happen. Street justice. I'm going to say it again. Street justice, a.k.a. rock these niggas. Like you said, it'll probably be once a game average. Yo, once a game. I, listen, once a game, I'm going to say it. Once a, ge- once a game, somebody got to get hit. It's, 100, it's 162 games. A player from the Astros got to get hit. Because I tell you what, when they come here to New York... When they play my Yankees, I guarantee you they get hit. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They're going to get hit. So if they don't get hit for any other games, I can guarantee you when they come to the Bronx, whether it's because we played them seven times this season, whether it's the four-game series in the Bronx or if it's three games in the Bronx, I guarantee you all those games, somebody going to get hit. Somebody going to get hit. Some motherfucker going to get rocked. For, for those of you that, that might not know, there's a new rule in baseball this year that every pitcher that goes into the game, they got to face at least three batters. I guarantee you, there's some pitchers this, this season that want to go in there and hit three Astros for their batters. Yeah, they're going to take one for the team. <laughs> just go in there and just hit three of them in a row. Oh, d- 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 yep, d- d- yep, yep. So, Astros... Good luck this season. 
Yeah. Good luck this season, you cheating motherfuckers. Good luck this season. But uh, it's a wrap for this segment. You know what I mean? I think we got on that one a little, little, little bit too much. But again, this is a very serious situation here. Um, you know, my man Aaron, he's an Angels fan. So he, they're a division rivals. So it hits home for him a little bit. Me being a Yankee fan, obviously, I feel like they screwed us out of a World Series, so it hits home for me as well. So, you know, we just, you know, spilling our grievances. We apologize for all the cursing. Well, I apologize for all the cursing. Well, actually, I don't apologize, but it's whatever. But uh, it's a wrap for this segment. And uh, when your boys get back, we're going to get into segment number two. And we're going to talk about, well, I was going to say my boy Dak, but he's not really my boy. But I do want to see him get paid. And we're going to talk about that when your boys come back. So this is your man, Dre Day, Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast, The Hoods ESPN, with a special guest. Go ahead, say your name. Kendrick from Kendrick Sports Talk. When your boys get back, we're going to get into that segment about Dak Prescott and how the Cowboys is handling his contract situation. Holla at your boys. What up, y'all? This is your boy Aaron Kendrick representing Kendrick Sports Talk podcast out of Northern Arizona. I want to show some love to my man Dre Day on Sports Way with Dre Day podcast. Keep it real, Dre. Keep dropping that sports knowledge. What's goody, man? It's your boy Artra Almighty from Elevated Thoughts and SLA and Chill podcast. Uh, also, the SLA Network repping at Archer Academy. But hey, this your boy from Oklahoma City a.k.a. Nompton, Oklahoma. Uh, just checking in with you, man, and letting y'all know you're now rocking with the Hoods ESPN, my guy. Represent Brooklyn, New York. Dre Day. Sportsway with Dre Day. Let's get it, man. What up, what up, what up? Your boys is back. Sportsway with Dre Day podcast, the Hoods ESPN, with a special guest. My favorite white boy, Aaron Kendrick, from that Kendrick Sports Talk podcast out there in northern AZ, Arizona, in the building. Um, This segment, we're going to get some NFL talk. And uh, for those of y'all that don't know, I am not the biggest Cowboy fan. In fact, I'm not the Cowboys fan at all. I actually hate the Dallas Cowboys. But I will say this, though. I do believe in players getting paid. I do believe in players deserving whatever it is that they can negotiate. And what I don't like is certain owners, particularly Jerry Jones, wanting his certain players to take hometown discounts. I'm not with that shit. I'm truly not with it. And in Dak's situation, it seems like that's exactly what the Cowboys want him to do. Um, but again, I'm about hospitality. Kendrick, you the guest. So, and on top of that, you a Cowboys fan. So, yes, sir. It's only it's 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 only right that I let you speak on this first, being that you're a Cowboys fan. So. Go ahead, my man. Say what you got to say, and then I'll piggyback off it. All right, man. Well, when it pertains to Dak, first thing I want to say is 
Dak played on a contract making $2 million last year. For what he does for this team, he damn sure deserves more than $2 million. Now, Cowboys got options when it comes to this contract. And you know the Cowboys, they're going to hold on as to the very last moment before they got to pay this man. So that's their style. I say, if you can afford him and you can keep talent around him, it's a no-brainer. You got to pay the man. And these other free agents that are out there, I don't think they're on Dak's level when it comes to leadership. Um, you know, athleticism, overall athleticism, things like that. I don't think these other free agents stack up. So that's how I'm going to start off. When it, come, when it comes to Dak, I think you got to pay the man. Well, absolutely, they got to pay him. And my, my, see, see, see again, I'm not a Cowboys fan, so I, I shouldn't be advocating for him to get paid. I shouldn't be because I actually don't give a damn. But what I don't like is when you have former players, particularly that used to play for that team, questioning this dude's pockets. Telling him to take discounts. Emmitt Smith, who I love, by the way. He's my favorite running back of all time. A lot of people, Barry Sanders is their favorite. For me, it's Emmitt. He lost points with me with the comments that he made. Because if memory serves me correct, I was old enough to watch football back in the day. I could have swore he held out because he didn't get paid. So, you didn't get your money and you held out. So why are you worried about Dak and you worried about his pockets? You talking about how, oh, you know, you should take, you should, you should probably, you know, just take the 28 and then, you know, go along with the money that you're making and your endorsements, yada, yada, yada. Why are you worried about his endorsements for? Why are you worried about, like, like, why, why are you worried about this man's pockets? Michael Irvin, he another one. Like that's the one thing I don't like with like that's that's the one thing I don't like with these dudes. Like they forget where they come from because I was always told, whether it was basketball wise, whether it's street wise or whatever, you don't you don't you don't count you don't count the next man's pockets. You focus on your money. Why you worry about the next man's pockets? But at the end of the day, Dak deserves his money. He deserves it. He's been in the league how many years now? Was it four years he's been in the league? Yeah. Four years he's been in the league. How many games has he missed? Hardly any. I don't think he's missed. I don't think he's missed any game. If any, yeah. Two division titles. Okay, yes. He has how many playoff wins? One. He has one playoff win. Okay, cool. And on top of that, he's a model citizen. Has Dak ever been in trouble with the law? Nope. His, his arm continues to grow. He's never been suspended. He's never been in tabloids. He's never been in none of those things. No. He plays He plays the most important position in football. And the last I checked, when it comes time for them to get paid, they get taken care of. 
I'm not saying that he should get the max. I'm not saying that he should get what Patrick Mahomes is going to get when it's his time. Because right now, the highest paid quarterback in the NFL is Russell Wilson. He gets $35 million a year. I don't think Dak should get that much. I don't think I, I, I don't think he should get $35 million. Ben Roethlisberger is $34 million a year. Aaron Rodgers is $33.5 million a year. Jared Goff is $33.5 million. I think Dak should be around that range because I don't see why Jared Goff would get paid more than Dak. What has what Jared Goff done? Now, for some people, oh, he, he took the Rams to the Super Bowl. Did he take him or did his running backs take him? We got to factor that in. Carson Wentz, $32 million. He has a Super Bowl ring, but if memory serves me correctly, he wasn't the reason for that ring. Nick Foles was. Now, granted, the year that he played, he was an MVP candidate. Unfortunately, he tore his ACL. But, nah, there's no way in the world that these guys, aside from Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson, those two, out of the names I just mentioned, those are the only quarterbacks that should get paid more than Dak. Ben Roethlisberger, I think, just off his name alone is the reason why he's getting paid when he's getting paid. Because I tell you what, you a Cowboys fan, right? Hell yeah. Okay. When Tony Romo got his money back in the day, did you hear Emmitt Smith and Michael Irvin say, yo, Romo, you should take a pay cut? No, sir. Didn't hear a peep. Did you, did, did you hear Jerry Jones or Stephen Jones? Did you ever hear them say, yo, Tony, you should take a discount so we can try to get some other players. Nope. Gave him his money. Gave Dez his money. So why you can't give Dak his? Why you can't give Dak his money? Nope. Pay the man. Pay him. He deserves it. He deserves it. I'm not saying he's the best quarterback in the league. Because I'll be lying out my ass if I say that. You got Patrick Mahomes. You got Lamar Jackson. You got um, Deshaun Watson. Drew Brees, I'll say his name, Tom Brady, yes. Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson. What's that, seven quarterbacks I just mentioned? There's seven quarterbacks right there that I think that's better than Dak. Now, for some people, they'll say Carson Wentz. That right there, for me, that's a toss-up right there. For me, for, for, for me, that's one day I'll say Dak, one day I'll say Carson Wentz. But the other names I just mentioned, yeah, Dak can't mess with them. But I do believe Dak deserves to get paid. And if I had to put a price range on what it should be as far as salary per year, listen, with the names I just mentioned, I think he should be in the 32, 33000000 million range. Because he ain't getting what Patrick Mahomes going to get when he become a free agent after next season. Because he going to break the bank. They're going like The Chiefs going to give him a blank check and tell him what you want on it. <laughs> real talk real, real, real talk he gonna break the bank that Chiefs team is gonna break up soon so if they so if they were smart they'll get a championship ring next year too because once Patrick Mahomes get his money they're gonna have to some of those players ain't gonna come back cause they're gonna be putting everything into Patrick Mahomes which rightfully so but yeah I think Dak should get about yearly about about 
30, about 32 to, about 32 to 34 million. Around that range. What you think? Now, we always hear in the NFL, you got to, you know, you got to pay somebody. You got to take money away from somebody to pay somebody else. Yeah. So, you know, as a Cowboys fan, I know we got, we, we got to build a D line. We got Demarcus Lawrence. We paid him a bunch of money, but that's about it. As far as the D line, that's all we got. Uh, we're going to need a defensive back because Byron Jones, he's probably going to leave, go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. He's asking too much money. They don't, uh, Cowboys don't want to pay him. Nope. We might draft a safety, but we're still going to need a, a corner. Tight end. For some reason, the Cowboys want to go with a different tight end. I like Blake Jarwin personally, but it seems like they always want to go for somebody else. No, I, I, I love Blake Jarwin. I'm just, I'm just upset that Jason Witten was taking so many reps from him. Yeah, I mean, Jarwin should have had a majority of the reps, and Witten should have came at... Way more, way more reps, but... You know, Jason Witten, he's, you know. But with that being said, you know, you, got, you if you got the money to pay Dak, you got to do it. But if you're Dak, Dre, do you hold out? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Because look. You're not signing that tag? Nope. Nope. Because if you sign that tag, how much you getting paid? High 20s, low 30s. Nah, kill that noise. Nope. Nope, I'm holding out. I'm doing what Zeke did. I'm doing what Zeke did. I'm holding out. If I gotta, if I gotta test, listen. If I gotta test the free agent market, cause y'all not giving me my money, so be it. Because there will be a team. Listen, there will be a team out there that will go after Dak if he lands in free agency. There will be a team out there interested in him. I know. I listen. I know he wants to retire a Cowboy. I know he wants to play with them. But at the end of the day, respect right now is on the line. And right now, he's not being respected by Jerry Jones. He's not being respected by Stephen Jones. So if they if they want to franchise him, hold out. Hold out. Because if they franchise him, chances are, who knows? Maybe they'll trade him. Who knows? But yeah, if they franchise him, nope, I'm holding out. I mean, history says when they when you franchise Tiger quarterback, you're probably not going to get a deal done. To Kirk Cousins know that all too well. I, I think mean, it, I think history, it was, history repeats itself, man. I think it was two, three straight years when he was with the Redskins. I think it was two or three straight years they franchise tagged him before he went to before he went to the Vikings and got his money. Twenty eight million he got. Yeah, I mean, you look at the Goff and the, the Wentz contracts, and those are not good contracts for those teams. No. Well, the Rams, Jared Goff contract, it set them back. So that that's why people don't want to pay Dak the money. It's because look at those contracts. Those are bad contracts. But that's for those teams. You look at the Cowboys' track record of quarterbacks, man. It's not been very good since Aikman. <laughs> nope. The only name you can throw out there is Romo. I know that too damn well. Our track record for quarterbacks, we, we got to hold on to the good ones when we got them. Shit, y'all had 
Kitna, Car- Qu- Quincy Carter, uh, Vinny Testaverde for a little bit, Drew Bledsoe for a little bit, uh, Matt Castle for a little bit. Uh, and mo- most of those quarterbacks that you're naming, we had them way past when they were in their mm, prime. Mm, damn. Mm-mm-mm. But let me throw in, uh, let's, 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 let's throw this name in there. Because they're, they're, cause being that you're a Cowboy fan, there, ha- there have been rumblings of possibly this individual coming to the Cowboys. Goatman, Goatman, Tom Brady. Now, as a Cowboy fan, in your honest opinion, I'm putting you on the hot seat right now. Okay, okay, what what you got? So, your ass about to burn with this question. All right, man, I'm with it. If you had to choose... To give Dak his money or let him test the free agent market and Yasan Tom Brady, what would you do? Oh, I'm going with Dak, no doubt. Oh, you you said that very convincingly. Oh, yes. I've already thought about this before. No, there, there's no second guessing here. No, no, not for me. Because I'm, I'm thinking about not just the next two years, because for me, that's all. That's what Brady's got. I'm giving him two years. You might, you might mess around and get a ring in one of those years. You, mm, you, you, might. you think might. you, you, th- you, you trust Dak to get you there? Because he hasn't gotten you there yet. Not yet, but I, I think a lot of that is on coaching. Oh, I agree on that. Like. I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I agree on that. <laughs> Dre, you know me. For some of some of the listeners might know, but for me, I think a lot of the the Cowboys' problems come from coaching. So, but we're gonna find out. We're gonna find out what happens this season because you got a new coach, and hopefully, you still got your quarterback in Dak. Hopefully, you still got him. Hey, Ho- you won't you won't hear me complain if we end up with Brady. But if I if it, if I'm the GM and I have to choose, I'm going with Dak for long term. Speaking of Brady, speaking of the Goat Man. Now, for those that don't know me, obviously y'all know by now I'm a Patriots fan. But see, my loyalty stands along with Tom Brady. It's not really the Patriots I'm loyal to. It's Brady I'm loyal to, because me and him we. We've had this relationship. We've had this bond since he was at Michigan. Okay? So, he's the reason why I'm a Patriots fan. It's not Belichick. It's not Mr. Kraft. It's Brady. So, my loyalty lies with him. Now, of course, you know the rumors that's going around about, you know, teams that are interested in him. Now, obviously, the leading suspect was the Chargers. Because he's from, you know, he's from California. They're about to open up this new stadium. So they need some, they need a marquee name to put asses in the seats. It's being reported that Oakland, oh, my fault, Oakland, Las Vegas Raiders, they're looking to offer him, I think, 60 mil for two years Mm -hmm. just to come there. 
First yep. of all, I don't see him going there. I don't see him going there because honestly, what pieces they got over there for Brady? None, if you ask me. And on top of that, I don't see the pairing with him and John Gruden going going very well. I don't. The Colts, I like that move. If he was to go there, my only thing is being that him and I wouldn't say him and Peyton is close, but I would say I I, I would like to think that they have a great relationship with each other. Would Brady want to go to Indianapolis and play in the house that Peyton built? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Then you got the Titans. That's the one that's being thrown around lately. That's the one that's being thrown around. I actually, I, I'm not, I mean, I have no inside scoop on this or anything like that, but I don't have a problem with that move. Mike Grable connection. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He used to play with him. So he already has that chemistry. Supposedly, I'm not going to say they're the best of friends, but supposedly they're very close. So I really I, I don't I don't have a pro, I, I don't have a problem with that move happening. Um Derrick Henry cuz he's going to get paid. He's definitely getting paid this free agency. You can bring him back. They got a nice receiving core over there in Tennessee. They defenses, you know, I I would like to see him in Tennessee. But again, as a as a Tom Brady guy, as a Patriot fan, regardless, I want to see him in his career in New England. I honestly want to see him in his career there. It will be very strange to see him in another uniform. And I'm going to say it again. Yes, it's happened before. Peyton retired in another uniform. Montana played in another uniform. Brett Favre played in another uniform. So with Brady, it can happen. But, you know, as as a fan of his, I would love to see him retire where it all started, in New England. But I will say this, though. I will say this, though, and then I'll get off this. I said my loyalty is to him. So wherever he go, I go. So it is what it is with me on this one. I mean, hey, you're you're not the only one because I've been asking uh, New England Patriots fans this. I've been asking the fans if uh, Tom Brady leaves the Patriots, are you leaving? And the Patriots are going to lose a lot of their fans if Tom Brady leaves. I'm packing my shit and I'm out. You ain't the only one. But you know what's so crazy? If he was to leave, there's some other players on the Patriots that are free agents. I wouldn't be surprised if Brady was to leave. They don't even come back. Now, I'm not saying Belichick is a bad coach at all. Belichick is the GOAT as it pertains to coaches. They got a lot of uh, upcoming free agents this year? No, I think so. I think we got a lot of them coming up. I think we got a lot of them this year. And I think if Brady was to leave, I think that would probably entice them to leave too. Because let's be, let's be real. I don't care what quarterback they bring there. They ain't Tom Brady. They ain't Tom Brady. Now, people can throw this whole system shit out there all they want. 
How did that system work for Belichick before Brady got there? Yeah, they go hand in hand. Yeah, they go hand in hand, but again, how was Belichick's success before Brady got there? Did he right. make did he make the playoffs before Brady got there? How did he do in Cleveland without Brady? How did he do in New England his first year and a half as a coach? Didn't pan out very well. So, and then everybody wants to throw the whole, oh, Matt Castle was the quarterback in 08, and the Patriots did well. Did they make the playoffs that year? No. Yeah, they were, yeah we was 11-5. That's cute. We had a good record. But at the end of the day, did we make the playoffs? Was we one of those six teams to play in, to play in the playoffs? No. So, miss me with that dumb shit. Andy Dalton, Teddy Bridgewater, whatever quarterback you can mention, they ain't Tom Brady. So, I mean, it is yeah, what that, it is. That's what I'm saying about the, the, the free agent quarterbacks this year. It's not top-notch this year. Listen, man. With Brady, I think it's about respect. And, and I, I, I think he feels that he doesn't get the respect he deserves in New England. But again, I don't think it's a money. I don't think it's about the money. I, I I don't think it's about the money. I think it's more so about the respect. It can't be about the money. He was taking pay cuts for all these years. So now why why now all of a sudden would it be a money issue? Yeah, he he's notorious for for the pay cuts. Exactly. First of all, listen, with a fine wife like his, Giselle, and that money that she make, you don't need no max. You don't need no max. He makes money off commercials, Instagram posts, yada, yada. TB12 method, all that. Yeah. I'm not saying take peanuts, but I don't think this dude, I, I don't think it's with the money with him. I, I think it's more so of the respect. But I'm going to say it again before we get off this. My loyalty is to Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. So wherever he go, I go. But I'll say this, though. If he go to Dallas, I think that's where me and him might part ways. If he, <laughs> if, if, if he goes to the Cowboys, I might have to part ways with him. I'm undecided on it, though, but I'm, I'm leaning towards parting ways with him if he go to Dallas. So what's your prediction? Do you predict that Dallas tries to place the tag on Dak and he holds out? Yeah, I think that's what they're going to do. I I think I think that's what they're gonna do. But then you got but then what happens with Amari? Because he's a free agent too. What happens with him? I honestly this is what I think the Cowboys should do. They should give Dak his money and they should franchise Amari. That's what I think. Even then you only get Amari for one year. I, I'm not comfortable with that. With his performance at the end of the season, he deserves to get franchised. That was coaching as well. Uh, they were they were swapping out receivers. You don't do that with your number one receiver. Like you don't you don't see Julio Jones on the bench. It was you don't see number one receivers on the bench. It was something about his body language, though. I don't know if it was because he was getting benched or. He just didn't give a shit anymore, but it was something about that body language that didn't sit well with me. 
You may be right though. You 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 may be right though about the whole coaching thing. You you may be right. I'm not I'm not even doubting that. I'm not. My my body language might be a little negative too if I'm Amari Cooper and I got Tavon Austin getting my reps. Okay, all right, all right, all right. You might have a point there. You might have a point there. Listen, yeah, listen. That's how I felt about it. Listen, at the end of the day, Dak Dak got to get paid, man. At the at the end of the day, Dak deserves to get paid. He deserves his chicken. He deserves his money, and the Cowboys better give it to him. Because if they try to franchise him, Dak, walk out. Hold out. Hold out. Test the free agent market and get your money somewhere else. The Cowboys need to put some respect on your name. Put some respect on your name. All three of them. All three of them. He's been playing his heart out on $2 million a year. Put some respect on his name. Emmett, Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones. And you know what's so crazy to me? And then we'll get off this. You had Michael Irvin and Emmitt Smith question Dak's contract situation. There's one cowboy that I haven't heard him say anything about it. Current cowboy or? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. A legend. A legend. Troy Aikman. Bingo. Troy Aikman just playing just Troy Aikman just playing the background. He keeping his mouth shut. He ain't voicing his opinion. But it gotta be Eminem Michael. Cooning for Jerry Jones. Running their mouth. Counting this man's pockets. Fuck up out of here with that bullshit. But yeah, man, it's, 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 I'm, 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 I'm done with this segment. We, 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 we done with this segment. <laughs> nah, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to get off. I, yeah, I want to get off this, man. But yeah, that's two segments in the bag. We got one more to come. We trying to touch base on, you know, the, the three major sports. We already did baseball with the Astros. We just did football with Dak, and we threw a little Brady in there a little bit. So when your boys get back, we're going. Hit the hardwood, you know what I'm saying? With that Spalding basketball with the NBA. So this is your man, Dre Day, the Hoods ESPN, representing that Sportsway with Dre Day podcast. This is episode 106 with my special guest. Tell the people your name. This is your man, Aaron Kendrick from Kendrick Sports Talk. When your boys get back, we're going to get into some NBA talk. Holla at your boys. Right now, you guys got it locked into the podcast that talks about all things sports, and that is Sportsway with Dre Day. And for myself, I'm Lewis from Life Uncensored Podcast. You can find our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, even Google Podcast. All you got to do is type in Life Uncensored. Let's get it in, Dre. Yo, this case Sap, the man behind the mic of the Simply Ball Dropping Podcast. Now you're tuned into another episode of Sports Way with Dre Day Podcast. Keep doing your thing, Dre. Apply that pressure. What up, what up, what up? Your boys is back. Sports Way with Dre Day Podcast. The Hoods ESPN episode 106. With a special guest, Aaron Kendrick from Kendrick Sports Talk. Again, thank you for being on, man, for real. 
Yeah, man. Thank you for having me. Pleasure being on. No doubt. No diggity. No doubt. Um, last segment. Again, like I said, you know, I want to speak on the three major, you know, the three major, you know, the three major sports. Um, Major League Baseball, NFL, and NBA. So now we're going to get into, you know, some NBA talk. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? Let's get into some NBA talk. You know what I mean? Being that we're coming fresh off of, you know, All-Star Weekend. I know you just did your All-Star recap and everything, so. Yes, I did. I got I got some questions for you, man, because there's a lot going on in the NBA. We're about halfway into the season. We're in the thick of it. Oh. Um, we had some games going on yesterday, some games going on tonight. So, And there's a lot to look forward to with basketball. So, But I got some questions for you, Dre. Oh, QTNA. Questions that need All answers. Right. All right. That's where okay. I want to go with this segment. All right, all right, all right. All right. Little, 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 switch things up. All right, cool, cool. We can get a little creative with it. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm going to start off in the East, though. My first question for you. <laughs> Is anybody going to take the Bucks this year? No. 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 I mean, the Raptors just had a crazy winning streak before the All-Star break. Yes, sir, they did. And I think it was, I, I, I think it was Brooklyn that snapped it. I think it was Brooklyn that snapped it. They streak. I think it was 15 or 16 games, but I mean, listen, before the season started, I said it would be the Sixers to get to the finals because I didn't trust Milwaukee, and I just felt that Philly had the more skilled team, but I just don't trust them. I don't. Like, Joel Embiid had a hell of a game last night, but is he going to be able to do that on a daily basis? And now he's running his mouth talking about he's the best player in the world. You can't say you're the best player in the world and then probably the next night or two you have an average-ass game. No, we don't do that over here. Um, it's, it's, it's clear he hasn't matured from last year. You would think after losing that game to the Raptors and him crying like a little bitch after the, after the game, you would think he'll level up and mature. He hasn't learned his lesson. He still hasn't learned his lesson. I still don't think he's healthy. He's not even an NBA body, honestly, in my in my honest opinion. He's not he's not healthy. Um, ben Simmons is still inconsistent. He still doesn't have a jump shot. Al Horford, I mean, I really had I really thought that was gonna be a good look for the Sixers, but obviously that's been a disappointment. Um so I think right now, I think, yeah, I think Milwaukee is the heavy favorite to come out the East. Greek Freak is the front runner for MVP. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't see anybody in the East touching Milwaukee. I don't. Not even Toronto. Not even Toronto. So, yeah, I, th yeah, I, th I think Milwaukee is definitely a lock to get out the East this year. Would you say that Toronto has the best chance to take them out? I believe they do. Because they already, they already showing right now that we can, that we can crank it up even without Kawhi. Because if you remember last year, when Kawhi was doing his load management, the Raptors had a good record without him. So if you really think about it, and 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 their in their eyes, they're on some. We don't need Kawhi. 
okay, he might have got us to the finals, but you know, you know, I, you know, I, like I'm trying to speak as if I'm them. We can get there without him. Like, like who, 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 who's, who's, who's to say that we can't win this thing without him? So you know, I mean, I think out of all the teams in the East, I definitely think it's probably Toronto that might have the best shot at beating Milwaukee. Because again, last year they proved they can. They already proved that already. So yeah, I think I think I think Toronto is probably the only team that might be able to beat Milwaukee. Boston, no. Yeah. Boston, no. I, I mean, I think I, I I I think they I think they're two and done. I think they can get to the semifinals and then after that they're done. Yeah, for, for me, um, I think Toronto would would have the best chance. They got more bodies to throw at Giannis. Um, Gasol, Ibaka, OG, Siakam. They just got more depth. Uh, they play more consistent than the other teams in the East. And then I would say Philly has a better shot than the Celtics do at taking out the Bucks because they got more length, more size. They, they, they should have a better team. Should. Like where they're at in the in the fifth seed, can't win a damn road game to save their life. For real. And then, like right now right now they would be playing at Miami hmm. if the playoffs started today. Hmm. Hmm. Miami, I don't see them taking out uh the Bucks just because they don't have the bigs. I don't know. They don't they ain't got the experience either. They don't have the bigs to, to they don't have the bodies to throw at Giannis. Nope. Bam can't do it by himself. So that's that's what I got to say about that. I think Toronto's got the best shot, but the Bucks look like they're taking the East for sure. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they definitely taking the East. The only way they don't take the East is God forbid Greek freak get hurt. And let me knock on wood with that because I really wouldn't wish that upon him. And my coworker Stella, who's who's from Greece herself, she loves her some Giannis. That will break her heart. So let me knock on wood again and hope that he doesn't hurt himself. But that's the only way the Bucks are not going to the finals. If he gets hurt, that's the only way they're not going. Yeah, that team is just fundamentally sound, man. Like, I, I really don't enjoy watching them, truthfully. Milwaukee? Yeah, I, I truthfully, I don't enjoy watching the games. Like, to me, it's boring watching the Bucks play. But I just, well... Well, they used to say the same shit about the Spurs back in the day. They were boring to watch. And I agreed with that, too. Like, it really was. It was so fundamentally sound that it was it was more boring to watch. You want me to end this episode now? Oh, hell no. All right. Well, then don't disrespect my Spurs, then. Don't, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. Well, you know who they were playing against. No, no, no. Don't do that. Don't, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. I, 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 I'm not, I'm not with the Spurs bashing. I'm I'm not with it. Nope. That pop style. Yep, I love it. I love it. Hey I lo- man, they man. I love it, man. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. See, see me. I grew up on fundamental basketball, and that's how they played. Fundamental. So for me, watching them, it was a thing of beauty for me. Everybody touched the ball. Everybody, every possession, five passes. None of that ISO shit like some of these teams do. Like Houston, oh, you know what I mean? Like, speaking of which, 
this uh, this Houston Rockets small ball, how far can they go? Semifinals and that's it. You think they'll make it to the semifinals? Yeah, 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 yeah. They will, they will, they will, they will, they will. Because I will put respect, even though I don't like him. Gotta have some. I gotta have some respect for James Harden. I don't like his game, but I gotta. I, I gotta. I gotta have somewhat respect for him. And I think him and Westbrook. I think. I think they enjoy playing with each other. I. I truly think it. And from what I've seen this season, they haven't stepped on each other's toes. Like if one has the high hand, the other one defers, and it, and it be on some. I right, yo. I'm having a bad game. You take over. So if Westbrook is having a bad game, I right, Harden, go ahead, you do you. Harden's with the yo, I'm having a bad game. Russ, you take over. The small ball thing right now is okay for right now, but when playoff time comes and the game slows down, it's gonna be very interesting to see what's gonna happen because semifinals, who knows? They gonna match up with who? Lakers, Clippers. I don't see them beating neither one of those teams. Especially not with this style. But it's being rumored that Andre Drummond might get bought out with Cleveland. And if so, Houston might be interested in him. Mm, That'll change the whole dynamic of that whole team. Hell yeah, because now he's going to be playing... If it's true, if it's true... I want to put the emphasis on if it's true. Because now he's going to be playing for a team that, you know, that's actually playing for something. Because, I mean, I felt bad for him. You was playing in Detroit, and then you leave them to then go to a worse team in Cleveland? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, I felt bad for Andre. I felt bad for him. I mean, his contract's up, so he's going to be a free agent, so... That that's the the good news for him. Yeah, he's about to get paid, and he can actually per, pursue a team that he wants to be on. So that's that's the bright side. Mm. But yeah, bad situation for this year. I know another. I, I know another person from Detroit that's happy he ain't there. Markeith Morris. Yep, just because, went to my Lakers. He just went to the Lakers. So both Morris brothers is in L.A. One's in the Clippers. They chopped uh, DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah, he can't catch a break. And they was and, and, and they were saying that how he might be available for the playoffs. And now look, he can't even catch a break. Yeah, Palinka was ruthless on that one. Mm, 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 mm. What a but, shame. Uh, what as a far shame. as the Rockets right now, they'd be playing the Jazz in the playoffs. Ooh. Well, they already got history with owning Utah, so, I mean. That that would be interesting to see how small ball works with uh, against Rudy Gobert. Run, run, run. Fast right, break well, after fast break after fast break. Because you, know you know Westbrook's just going to go bonkers anyway. When when you're trying to prepare against the Rockets, man, it's gonna be nuts because you got Harden and how crafty he is, you know, dribble, 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 and then uh, Westbrook coming straight at you right at the basket, and then Eric Gordon too. Can't forget about him, man. He could put up fifty. 
if his ass is healthy. Yeah, which they're saying he is now. Mm. After, after the break. And PJ Tucker, you can't forget about him. Yeah, those corner shots. Yep, can't 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 forget about them. But yeah, I just think uh, I, I I just think that I, I I think they're another two and done. They can just get to the semifinals, and then after that they're done. Especially if they play one of the LA teams, they're not beating one of the LA teams. That's not happening. Yeah, I respect that. And at this point, they probably end up playing an LA team with their low seed that they got right now. Yep, so they'll be done. But so, we got some other questions that need answers. Talk about it. As far as the eighth seed in the West, do you think anybody's taking that from the Grizzlies? This is my bias talking. But let me let me first say, right now we got in the sixth sixth seed in the West. Mm-hmm. OKC Thunder. Woo! Seventh seed in the West, Dallas Mavericks. Ah. Eighth seed in the West, Memphis Grizzlies. Woo! And then below them. Couple games back, fighting for the last spot, we got Portland Trail Blazers, San Antonio Spurs, ah. New Orleans Pelicans. Mm. Do I think one of those teams can take the eighth seed from Memphis? And if so, which team? Well, I have to be biased here. I have to say the Spurs because experience. I have to say experience. Because honestly, I think, listen, the eighth seed is the only seed that I think any of these teams can get. Whether it's New Orleans, San Antonio, or Portland. They can't get no higher ranking than eighth. So the eighth is their best shot. And depending on, you know, with the Grizzlies, depending on what they got for the for the rest of the season, they got the Clippers coming up, they got the Rockets coming up, then they got the Lakers. So three of their next four games are against teams that are going to make the playoffs. If they lose those games, and let's say San Antonio gets on a hot winning streak, they can bump up. So anything can happen. We know how this go in the West. We know how we, we know how this goes. You can lose two games in a row and then find yourself on the outside looking in. But Memphis, but, but Memphis listen, I, I, I did something about them a while ago. And I was like, you know, I'm amazed at what they've done this season. Nobody expected it. We all we all looked at them as, you know, rebuilding. You know, they traded Mike Conley. They drafted John Morant, who's done a hell of a job. Jaron Jackson Jr. has done a hell of a job. Um, we all thought they was in a rebuilding stage. Right now, they saying fuck rebuilding. We gonna fuck. We like we trying to get to the playoffs. But again, with these games that's coming up, three out of four: Clippers, Lakers, and Rockets. Who and who? Look, listen. They got the Kings too. That ain't no walk in the park. So let's say they was to lose all four of those games. And San Antonio can get on a hot winning streak, they can bump up. So I'm gonna put my bias on this one, and I think the Spurs can get that AFC. Besides, I said they was gonna make the playoffs anyway, so I gotta say that. I gotta stick with my pick. I said the Spurs all was gonna right. make the playoffs. All right, all right. 
with that scenario that you just laid out, I mean, I could definitely see it happening. I mean, there's more games than than that, definitely. But so we got about 25, 30 games left. That's what. Listen, I've been hearing this for so many years. The regular season doesn't start to after Christmas, and the regular season doesn't start to after All Star break. Well, now regular season now starts. Now we get to see what these teams is made of. Yep. So, you think uh, Trey Young's ever gonna win an MVP? Hell no. Hell no. Listen, the only way he's winning the MVP is if it's an All Star MVP, and I don't even think he'll ever win that. He's never gonna win a season MVP. Because the Hawks ain't never going to be good. They'll never have a team around him, right? Nope. They'll, 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 they'll never have a team around him. And I love Trey Young. I will admit, I had my doubts about him when he first came into the league. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, yeah, I knew this from the jump. He was going to be this. He was going to be that. Nope. I had my doubts. And then what made it even worse was right out the gate, they comparing him to Steph. But listen, I'll say this, though. That, that, that boy can shoot. That boy got some handle. He shook the shit out of Eagle Dollar the last game against Miami. Like he he had him going in circles, literally. So I'll say one thing: we didn't see Steph doing what Trey's doing at that age. Oh no, no! It's it, 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 it took a while for Steph to develop. Trey's been doing this for two years now. Like Steph, it probably took him three, four years to get to his to get to. The stuff that we know and love. Trey Young been doing this right out the rip. And I I, I like it though. I'm I'm just it, it just sucks that he don't have a team around him. Cause he's right. he's box office. He's definitely box office. I think he'll be a scoring champ for sure. Eventually he will. If he listen, this listen, th- this may cause some controversy right here. But if he if he keeps playing the way he's playing. He might go down as the greatest hawk in history. Now, for the old timers out there, I know who Dominique is. I love me some Dominique. The human highlight film, I, I get it. Right. But if, if 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 Trey keeps going the way he's going, if they can br- if they could bring some help over there, he might fuck around and be the greatest hawk in that franchise history. But only time will tell. Only time will tell. Jumping off of that, how about uh, most improved? Who do you got this year? Well, I did my mid-seasons. I did my mid-season. I did my mid-season awards a few episodes ago, and I well, I don't think I know who I said. I said Brandon Ingram. I had him for most improved player. Um, I think him leaving Los Angeles was probably the best thing for him. He just didn't mesh well with LeBron. Um, the trade rumors might have fucked him up mentally. He's a young buck, so I'm quite sure it probably did. I'm not going to say it probably did. I'm sure it did. And then him going to a small market. And then I think the best thing, I think the best thing that happened to him was that Zion got hurt because the offense revolved around him. Right. So he didn't have to worry about Zion being there and Zion getting all the attention. So maybe it was a blessing in disguise that. He left Los Angeles, went to New Orleans, Zion was out, 
and the team was revolved around him, and it was his team. So, you know, maybe it was a blessing in disguise. But, yeah, I think Brandon Ingram, right now, he's definitely my most improved player. I don't knock nobody for saying bam for Miami. I, I'm, I, I'm, not, I'm not even mad at that. Cause I actually had him winning the skills challenge. Like when I do my like 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 when those like when the challenges start, I uh -huh. picked I, I picked Bam to win. So who knows? Maybe that might that might that might help him, you know, in the long haul for winning most improved player. But for me I don't even I don't even have Bam as my most improved. Who who's who's yours? I, I have two choices, but uh they would be either Siakam again. Or Luca. Luca. Yeah. Have you looked? Have you looked at the stats? Yeah, yeah, but but most improved. Yeah, from last season to this season, his stats are his stats jumped up like crazy. Yeah, but he won Rookie of the Year though. I'm not nah 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 nah. You won Rookie of the Year. I'm not giving you no most improved, and you won Rookie of the Year. Pascal won most improved, but he's most improved again, possibly. Nah, nah. If you want most improved before, I'm not giving that shit to you again. Hell no. Oh no, 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 no. Nah, nah. Well, in that case, in that case, you gotta go with Ingram. Yeah, I'm yeah. going. Yeah, I'm going with Ingram because again, let's let's be real. Brandon Ingram's career before be, before he came to New Orleans. Let's be real. It's kind of been a bust, and to his defense. He has been injured. But with him leaving L.A., him leaving that big market of L.A., and him going to New Orleans, and I'm going to say it again, with Zion being hurt, that gave him the keys to the team. Now, it wasn't producing wins, and right now they're still in playoff contention still. But he's having a career year this year. He's having a career year in points, a career year in rebounding, a career in assists, you got to give it to him because he's having a career year. You got to give it to him. You got you got to give it to him. He's got a confidence about him. He's got a fishing shot this year. Disclaimer: I felt he should have been the number one draft pick, not Ben, not Ben Simmons. I think I thought it should have been him. That may cause some controversy too, but kiss my ass. Yeah, I have to give Simmons the edge on D though. Oh yeah, shit. Simmons might listen. Simmons might be defensive player of the year this year. It may be him. It may be Embiid. It may be AD. That defensive player of the year award gonna be very interesting. Yeah, it is. That's gonna be a good one this year. But um, let's talk about 2021. Looking forward to the future. Okay, 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 okay. We got time for about. Uh, we got time for about two, three more questions. What do, you, what do you think about New Orleans Pelicans? We'll, we'll stick with them for right now. 2021, what do you see for them? If Zion can hit the gym and lose about 15, 20 pounds. Oh, you're on, you, you, you th you're on that uh, bandwagon too? You think he needs to lose some weight? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he, he, got, he, got, he got to lose some weight. The work, listen. The worst thing that can happen to this young man is have a severe injury. Because I honestly think that his love for the game, the way he goes out there and he plays, 
I think if he was to have a severe injury, I don't know if he can come back from that. I truly don't know. And just think, New Orleans wasn't sh- I'm not going to say they wasn't shit, but when he arrived, when he came back, that just boosted up everybody's confidence on that team. And not only did it feed to them, it fed to their fans. And now, New Orleans, is the Pelicans, is even better with him. So, I think in 2021, if he can commit himself to losing some weight, Lonzo gets back to being the Lonzo that he was prior to the All-Star break, Brandon Ingram having a season next year that he's having this year, and they get the pieces around them, New Orleans is going to be one of those sleepers. They're not going to be one of the top teams in the West. Don't get it messed up. But they can they can mess around and sneak around and get in the playoffs next year. I could definitely see it. I could definitely see them, you know, about five or six, maybe somewhere around there next year. Five or six. In the West? Ooh, all right, you got Lakers, you got Clippers, you got Houston. Don't sleep on Golden State now. Don't sleep on them now. They'll be they'll, 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 they'll be back. They'll be back next year. I can see I can see Denver and Utah maybe sliding down. Houston, Golden State being up there though. See, see. So you so 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 you so you never know. But yeah, I think I I I think New Orleans can be something next year. With a healthy Zion the whole season. Yeah, I I th- I think I, I think they could be so I think they could be something interesting. The Warriors, where do you, where do you, where do you think that they go with their draft pick, James Wiseman? Yeah, they you think need, yeah, the, yeah. the wise route to go. Yeah, that's the wise that's the wise thing to do. They don't need no guard; they got Steph. But they need a big man, so yeah. But you think about their lineup is going to be Steph, Clay, Steph, Clay, Andrew Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins, Draymond, and Wiseman. Potentially, that could be something nice. That could be something nice. Because trust me, listen, I was hoping that the draft lottery was rigged last year for the Knicks to get Zion. If the Warriors are a top three team, when the draft lottery comes, you best believe they're going to get that number one pick. They're going to... They need need the Warriors to get back to being the Warriors of the past five years. I'm not saying get to the championship, but they need the Warriors to get back to the playoffs. They just opened that big... They they just opened that brand new arena. They're not in Golden State no more. They're in San Francisco now. They need the they they need the Warriors to get back to being a a, a playoff team. So trust me. Yeah, they, but Dre, honestly, I don't think they need the number one pick to get Wiseman. You don't think so? I don't, I don't think so. I think that um, there's going to be a couple of prospects that are picked before Wiseman this year. Ooh. Well, I mean, I, 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 mean, I see some guards getting picked before him. 
Shit, don't be surprised if LaMelo don't. LaMelo and um, Anthony Edwards. He's a top prospect. We going to see. We going to see. But, yeah, the Warriors definitely need a big man, though. They don't need no guards. They good. They, they good in that department. They good in that department. I see them having mad potential next year, though. I do too. I do too. So the so, so the Warriors bandwagon has been quiet this year, but they 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 gonna rise from the dead next season. All, all all those Golden State Warriors fans that were quiet this year, they'll be loud next year. They'll yeah. be loud next year. We got time for two more, baby. We got time for two more. All right, man. Uh, what's going on with your Brooklyn Nets? Well, are they? Are they planning for the future? Mm. Are they taking a dive on purpose this year? What, what's yo, the deal? Yo, this party, this yo, 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 you know, <laughs> you know what's so funny? When I when I heard that Kyrie was gonna sit out for the rest of the year, I laughed, and the reason I laughed was because, um. I did it. I I was a guest on my man Darnell's podcast a while ago. So shout out to my man Darnell and the Playmakers blog. And he had asked me about, you know, the whole net situation and how do I feel about Kyrie and shit like that. And what I said before, and again, this, this was around the time he was injured the first time. And I said that how I think this season, I don't think Kyrie can handle the pressure of playing without KD. But again, it's like I said, we don't need you to work a miracle for us. We don't. All we needed you to do was to at least get us to the playoffs and at least win a first round series. That's it. I'm not saying get us to the conference finals or get us to the NBA finals. That talk happens next year when KD gets back. Now, I don't want to sit here and say he's not fully hurt. But to sit out for the rest of the season, that one, I don't know. I got I to gotta raise the, right, I gotta raise the red, red flag on that one. I do believe he's hurt. But I don't think he's that hurt to the point where he got to sit out the rest of the year. I think the pressure was getting to him that he had to do this on his own. And, you know, that's just my opinion. I'm standing firm on that and can't nobody tell me no different. But, I mean, we can still make the playoffs, though. Don't get it twisted. You know, we, out, you know, we not out the woods yet. Right, right now. You're the seventh seed. Yeah, exactly. Right now we're the seventh seed. I mean, we'll have to play Toronto. I mean, we'll have to play Toronto the first round, and we'll be out. But we can. St- I mean, I mean, we can still. I mean, we can still make the playoffs. Truthfully, you play better with him out of the lineup. I believe so. I believe so. I believe we do play better without him. But again, it's like I said. Like we wasn't expecting nothing this year. At least I wasn't. That's for next year. That's when the real fun begins. When Durantula returns. That's when the real fun begins. But this year, all I was expecting was getting out the first round and then being two and done. That's it. Next year, we can have that conference finals conversation or potentially NBA finals conversation. Because even DeAndre, DeAndre has been a disappointment this year. I was looking forward to him doing something this year. 
But I mean the whole I mean the Kyrie thing, man, like I I mean I mean I, I mean I gotta raise a red flag on that one. I mean I'm sure he's hurt, but I don't think he's severely hurt to the point where he gotta have a season in season end injury. I think I, I think the pressure was getting to him, you know. I don't think I don't think DeAndre's pushing himself because he's not on a contender. He will be next year. Oh, no doubt. He, I think he'll be in better shape next year. I think he'll be more motivated next year. And KD is one of his closest friends. So now he'll be playing with his close friend. And and listen, I've been seeing these videos of KD. He looking real good out there. He looking he, he looking real good out there. I had no doubt that would, that would be the case. Me either. Me either. Come on now. But if you got time for one more, I got one more. We got one more. Here we go. We got one more. All right, man. So when it comes to the Washington Wizards for next year, do you think they're going to uh, keep the tandem of Beal and Wall or are they going to blow it up? They're blowing it up. Boom! This offseason they're going to blow it up? Whoo! Listen. I think after this season, they're definitely cutting ties with John Wall. They're definitely going to cut ties with him. Keep you and cut wall. Yep. And remember, he's injury prone now. Where he out? Where he out with? An Achilles injury? Yeah, he's been having leg injuries most of his career. Yeah, he, yeah he's injury prone right now. So right now, I mean, he's a liability right now. And honestly, before he got injured, I was with the mindset that they need to break that up. Because there was something about their pairing. Like, they didn't mesh well together. At first, they did. But then, Bradley Bill just took off to a whole nother level. Like, it was always War and Bill. It was like Batman and Robin. It was like it was kind of like Paul Pierce and Antoine Walker back in the day. Where, where Paul Pierce knew he was the man. And Antoine Walker knew he was the man. He never stepped on, you know, he never stepped on Paul Pierce's toes. But in this situation with Bill and Wall, Wall was slumping, Bill took over, and now it's to the point where Bill was on a whole nother level now where, listen, he just got snubbed for the All-Star game. He's averaging like 28 points a game. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I truly think next year they're breaking that up. I wouldn't be surprised if John Wall is not in the Wizard uniform next season. I wouldn't be surprised. Because my thoughts are, I'm looking at the standings in the East. If there was another contending team, you're looking at a really strong Eastern Conference next year. Mm. So you'd have, you'd have a strong East and a strong West for the playoffs next year. Well, the East, I mean, you can make a case two teams in the East going to make the playoffs with losing records. The West, I don't think that's going to be the case. Like right now, Memphis they they're even they're at fifty percent. They got a five, they got five hundred. I think all eight teams will have winning records when this season is over. Right in the East, right now, two teams got losing records and they'll make the playoffs. I think that will still hold up. Right for this year, but for next year, I'm saying if the Brooklyn Nets are healthy, they're gonna be they're gonna definitely be way stronger. 
So you're still going to have the Bucks, Raptors, Celtics, Heat, Sixers, Pacers, Nets. They're all going to be strong. Mm-hmm. And if you had a, another eighth team that was strong, then you have both conferences that are that are looking nice. I think the NBA is better that way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It'll be balanced, ne- a lot, lot more balanced next year. Not to say that this year is not looking a lot better than most years. Nah, contract. I mean. Aside from the injuries, aside from the injuries from the big from the big dogs, like Steph was out, Clay was out, KD was out, Zion was out for a period of time. Um, who else? Who, who who else was out? Who else was out? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of big dogs. Um, can't 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 think can't think that much. Or maybe it was just them. But for yeah, those, those are the biggest names that were out most of this year. Yeah, so to lose those guys kind of fucked up the season a little bit. But with the emergence of some of these young guys, Luca, Trey, um, Zion when he made his return, John Morant, Jaron Jackson Jr., um, to see some of these young Lions make their mark it was like, all right, cool. We might have lost our top dogs, but the young talent we got, they holding it down for them until they return. So yeah, so 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 yeah, I'm 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 loving what I'm seeing from the season. The first half is over. Now we're about to get to the second half. Well, the second half has already started. So I'm eager to see what happens with the rest of the season. I'm 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 truly eager to see what happens. Very oh, much. yeah. We're getting down to the nitty gritty. This is where the jockeying for position happens. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's time to separate the pretenders from the contenders. It's time to separate the boys from the men. And having said all that, it's time to say it's a wrap for this episode. Um, Aaron, my man, thank you again for being a guest on here. It's always an honor having you on here. I think this is probably the third or fourth time you've been on here. So, yes, sir. Yeah, so, it's always a pleasure. Oh, always. always. A pleasure. Always a pleasure having you on here. So, of course, before you go, I wouldn't be myself with my hospitality if I didn't let you, you know, promote your podcast and plug your shit. So go ahead. Do your thing before we get off this thing. All right, y'all. This is a reminder. This is Aaron Kendrick from Kendrick Sports Talk Podcast. Find me on Spotify, Google Podcasts, all the major podcast apps. Uh, You find me on YouTube, Kendrick Sports Talk. Um. Yeah, I, I I talk all all kinds of sports: um, football, basketball, baseball, and fighting, uh, MMA, and boxing. I'm into as well. So, yeah, just having fun with it. There you have it, man. There you have it, man. So yeah, again, thank you for being on the show. Definitely appreciate it. Um. So again, y'all know how this goes. This is a wrap for this episode. Again, to the fans, to the audience. Uh, to the supporters, thank you all for your support. Keep the positive vibes coming. That's just what keeps me going, man. But again, y'all can check the podcast out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Radio Public, uh, Pocket Cast, Overcast. You can also download that Anchor app, put in Sportswear with Dre Day Podcasts and each and every episode that I've ever dropped will be on there. Just like it will be on all the other streaming platforms. Um, y'all can holler at me on my social media pages. Facebook, 
Dre Day. Um, Instagram, Dre Day1985 is the personal page. The link is in the bio to the podcast. Um, my podcast page, Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. The link is in the bio as well. And on Twitter, Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. So again, y'all know how this goes. It's closing time. This has been another episode of Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. Episode 106 is over and done with. God bless. Peace and love. Your boy is signing out.